Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Mike, I have mixed feelings going into this episode because it's kind of the end of a of our podcast season here, but technically it's the start of our hypothetical life group. <laughs> and so though we are finishing the 30-day startup, we're on our last discussion guide of what you should do on week four of your life group. Uh, the good thing is in our hypothetical life group where we're meeting at your house and you and Jessica are fantastic hosts. Thank you very much. We've got a lot of we've got a lot more weeks to go. So uh, I guess I'll hold on to that. But <laughs> For today, we do need to finish up our 30-day startup. If you don't know what we're talking about, check out the show notes. This is a 30-day startup for you as a life group leader, and it gives you the four discussion guides that are going to help you get up and going. It's going to take the vision of life group, and it's going to help you as a leader not just know it yourself, but to share it with your group. And so we've been working through this resource. And today we're on the fourth conversation, planning our hangout night. And this is going to be, this is the part that I'm really excited about, Mike. And so uh, we've already decided, you said, man, I'm not the fun guy. I would rather do the facilitating. (laughs) So I said, I'll be the hangout night leader. So this is, this is my role in it. And so this (laughs) is my week to thrive. The, so this is what you need to look at. Page 14, you're going to see all the prep that goes into it. Um, this is before the group, what you want to make sure that you text out to your group or your coordinator text out is for people to bring their one card. So last week, we finished with who is one person in your life who would benefit from a group like this. We wanted to give time for people to think about that, really pray on it, um, and and put a name down that they're actually going to really pray and invest in um, and invite them to our group. And so you want to tell them, hey, come with the name written down. We're going to talk about it. When you get there, the whole goal of, tonight, of, of this night is to talk about who each person's one is and then to plan a hangout night. And so very quickly... We have a whole podcast episode about this, but Mike, if you could summarize, what is a hangout night? So this, the hangout night is part of the group's rhythm where we've, we've always said to meet weekly, party monthly, and serve quarterly. But the party monthly piece is always, we've always just been like, hey, so just get together with your group and have some fun, build relationship, <laughs> hang out, do that type of thing. Uh, but what we really began thinking about is like, what if we still did that, but we we were a little bit more intentional with that time to where it could be an environment to where we were getting together, we were having fun, we were hanging out, but we were also inviting lost people to do it with us. Because we've always wanted life, we always wanted a life group to be a place where a lost person can come and hear about Jesus. But guess, um, guess where a, a lost person doesn't want to go, Vic? The Bible trivia. He doesn't want to do Bible trivia with a bunch of Christians. Bible trivia, Bible study, <laughs> you know, anything like that to a lost person is uh, like garlic to a vampire, right? So, <laughs> you know, they don't want anything to do with it. They think it's weird. You know, they don't feel like they're good enough to be a part of it. You know, whatever the reasons are, they're just not interested. You know, there's going to be exceptions to that, but the norm is if they're not coming to Bible study. So what if we created in the regular rhythm of the group a, a night, 
a day, you know, whenever you're doing it, where you could invite your lost friends to come, hey, we're going to go play top golf. We're going to go bowling. We're going to do this sure. thing. Uh, I got a group of my friends. We're going to do this because you're new to my neighborhood. You're new to the area. You're new at work, whatever that thing is. And we're inviting them to into an environment that they're actually interested in being a part of and then using that time to build relationship and then eventually get to that gospel conversation to where we can share Jesus with yeah. them in a way that they're going to listen to. Yeah. And this should be something that is so fun. Like I look forward to the hangout night so much because again, it doesn't have to even be top golf or something big. It could be just grilling out in your backyard. It could be yeah. super simple, but it's just getting to know the people that are already in the group and inviting new people in. And see, the problem is not with the actual Bible study or talking about the Bible. The problem is with the outsider's perception of Christian community. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is, is get find common ground so that they can look and say, wow, I have more in common with these people than I thought. Maybe there is something that this group has to offer me. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be that common ground. And so that's going to be the thing that you're really pushing this week. You're going to begin to plan this. If you have already uh, kind of divvied out some roles and you have somebody that's taking that hangout night leader spot, this is going to be a great thing for them to help lead in. And so as we jump into it on page 15 and we look at kind of the flow of the night, this is where it's going to be a little bit different. There's not a, a passage that we're going to read. This is going to be a continuation of the passage we read last week, Matthew 9. And so this is going to be a continuation of creating an environment where people feel welcome and accepted. And so we're going to go through the who's your one, pray, invest, invite. And then we're going to talk about planning a hangout night. But before we get to that, very quickly, Mike, we got to have our man. icebreaker. I know it. this is what everybody came for. I wonder what Vic <laughs> and Mike are going to talk about in their hypothetical icebreaker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very quickly, would you rather have a cook or a maid? A uh, cook, absolutely. A, a cook. Yeah. And so, but because you don't have a maid, you're going to have to clean all those dishes at the end. That's absolutely fine. If the someone's <laughs> fixing the food for us, because so we eat out way too much because oh, me, neither me or Jessica want to cook it. So we're like, well, let's just get a pizza. Let's get Chick-fil-A, whatever it is. So yeah, a cook would save me a lot of money. Wait, do I have to pay oh. for the cook? No, no, that's part of it. Okay, you get it for free. free. Yeah, I want the cook. Uh, there you go. And so... <laughs> I, uh, I I think I would probably go with the cook as well, though I love cooking. Um, you know, Sophie like it, it loves cleaning. I try to not be the worst and help her sometimes. <laughs> so maybe Sophie would say we want a maid. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> with that said, you have your icebreaker. You laugh. You have fun. Bring back the who's your one card. And this is just a great question to start with. Uh, if you're comfortable sharing whose name did you write down and why? Tell us a little bit about them to, you know, hey, don't share last names, just whatever you're comfortable with. Tell us a little bit about that person. This is the, an important place to start because this brings names and faces to the conversation, which is going to bring meaning. Mm -hmm. And so it's not going to be this theoretical idea. You're not going to be like, we need to be more evangelistic. It's going to be like, no, man, like I really care for my neighbor, Joe. I really care uh, for this person in my life. And I want to, I really want them to come to know Jesus. I really want them to be in the group because I think Sunday nights are fun and I think they would really enjoy it. Yeah. And so get them to share a little bit about who they are, you know, and to the extent that they feel comfortable. But then you want to say, this is what I want to challenge each of us in this group to do. I want to challenge you to do three things with that name. Um, 
for this semester, really just ongoing. We want you to pray daily, invest weekly, and invite to the next right thing. And so there's questions for each of those. The pray daily is praying for their salvation, but also that we have the opportunity to talk with that person, to share the gospel with that person. The invest weekly is probably what I get most excited about. I would love to kind of hear your input, Mike, on simple ways that we can do this. But invest weekly, what it shows is that, man, just be intentional in that relationship. And so don't think of evangelism as this, like, man, I've got to share my faith and this message. No, just it just care for a person, be intentional in those relationships um, and check on how they're doing, little things like that. And so what are some of those practical ways that people can invest weekly in that relationship? Well, there's a lot of stuff that we can do without even really going much out of our way. So you know, if my one is my neighbor, and it's Tuesday morning and the trash has just come and I'm pulling the can back and he hasn't done it yet. I'll just go grab his can and take it back, put it next to his house. Yeah. Uh, you know, helping with picking up mail because they're going out of town and they need somebody to pick up their mail or watch for uh, packages on their front porch. You know, there are just so many little things like that that we have a tendency to discount in terms of, well, that's not sharing the gospel. It's like, Okay, well, yeah, I would agree that's not the actual act of sharing the gospel, but it is doing things that show them that you care about them, that yeah. you are thinking of them, that you want what's best for them, that you know, you're looking out for them, you got their back, you know, whatever, however you want to describe that thing, it's those small little acts of kindness that are communicating so much more than knocking on their door and saying, Hey, I care about you. you yeah. Know, they, they want to s hearing it is great. Seeing it and experiencing it is way more impactful. Yeah, no, that's so good. And as you build that, you're intentional in that relationship, you build trust, which creates opportunities for you to share that message. It's a process. And what's great about it is it's something that all of us can do weekly and it's it, like all of us can send a text to that one person to say, hey, how are you doing this week? Just wanted to check in. Like if that's if that's the baseline that you do, yep. every single person can do it and it'll make a difference over time. And so that's that second piece of invest weekly. You as the facilitator may need to kind of unpack that and make sure that they don't think of it as like, I've got to have them into my home every single week so I can invest. Like, no, it can be very simple. And then lastly is to invite to the next right thing. Now, the ultimate invitation is we want to invite people into a growing relationship with Jesus. We want to share the gospel and them go from darkness to light. We want them to start following Jesus. But the truth is people aren't always there. Sometimes they need to belong in a community before they believe. They need a place where they can ask questions, where they can see the gospel lived out. And this is where that hangout night comes into play. And so this is where on page 16, you really are going to start uh, planning out your hangout night. And so the hangout night, uh, this is where if you have that leader, ask them to kind of facilitate that time and uh, just give the summary of what the hangout night is. Page 16 gives you a, a summary there as well. And just ask those questions of what do we need to do? Like, what are we going to do? And then who needs to do what so that we can do that? 
And it's just this idea. And this should be a great place where people can participate. And so if you're grilling out, this is an easy time to be able to say, who can do this? Who can do that? But what's most important is don't get lost in the task and forget the person that you're having the event for. And so you've got to encourage and say, hey, don't forget to invite our one to join us. Um, And so and then how when our one comes, can we make them feel welcome and accepted? And so we've mentioned a few of those different ideas with the hangout night. Um, I'll I'll share too one thing that we're doing in our group. Sorry, you know, we have our hypothetical life group, Mike, (laughs) but in my actual life group, (laughs) our hangout night leader who just recently stepped into that and it loves it. We're doing an adult hangout night. And so we say, everybody put, you know, find a babysitter, get your kids. And then the adults are going to go do something fun just for them. And you can bring your friends and everybody in our life group loved it. They were like, (laughs) that sounds amazing. Uh, So it's a, there's a lot of things that you can do, but it's just have fun. And it should be something that your one should be interested in. Yeah. Mike, is there anything you would add to just that discussion and what, what uh, our leaders need to kind of facilitate in that time? I, I think that it's important to understand that, that this night can be as low key or as elaborate as you want it to be. Mm. You know, there That's is, good. there's no standard that says it has to be at this level. Right. So we've talked about, you can, you can just sit around the back, start a fire if you got a fire pit and grill some burgers. Or yeah. you can take the whole group downtown Nashville and, you know, make a night of it or whatever. It doesn't have there is no there is no right answer to what you should do on the uh, hangout night. But I think what you just said really hits the nail on the head is you don't need to do something that everybody in the group loves to do but the people you're inviting aren't that interested in. Yeah. So if, you know, if everybody in that group is just diehard, whatever, you know, you fill in the blank and you know, you're inviting three people and that, you know, they're not really that interested in it. One, they're not going to come anyway. Um, but two, the point of this is to get them to come. So that might also require us to do something that we're not that interested in. Because again, the point isn't necessarily that we have an amazing time. Yes, we want to have an amazing time at the hangout night, but we also want people to come so that we can build relationships so that they can know Jesus. Yeah, that's so good. And so as you finish this, you should have a plan for what you're going to do that next week. Everybody should know, hey, we're going to go here. If, If you're divvying out responsibilities, they should know what they're doing. And you want to remind them, hey, the last thing I would ask you to do is to invite your one to the hangout night. And I know that seems simple and kind of like, duh, but we forget that. And we just show up and we forget, oh, I was supposed to invite somebody. Or, I don't know if you've ever done this, Mike, you knew you were supposed to invite somebody, but you (laughs) didn't think about it until 30 minutes before the event. So you shoot them an invite so you can be like, I told them about it. You know, like, so whoever (laughs) your hangout night leader is, Make sure that they're texting the group saying, hey, don't forget to invite your one. And then make sure they encourage them to invite their one back the following week. And so that should be part of that invest weekly piece as our ones are constantly on our mind. Yeah, I think one last bit of advice uh, or encouragement, rather, I guess I would want to give is that you could in you could have 10 
ones like everybody's got their one right and everybody's inviting them to the hangout night and none of them show up that's still okay that's still a win because the goal is to invite them they may not come you can't we can't control whether or not they come and it doesn't matter how interesting or how amazing our thing is they still might not come and that's okay the point is to keep inviting them, to keep praying for them, to keep investing and keep inviting to the next right thing. That's why we do the hangout night once a month so that if they don't want to come or they can't make it, well, guess what? We're going to do something again next month. Maybe we'll get them then. Yeah, that's a great point. Just get them inviting. And again, if they don't, and if they just come to hangout nights and never come to your study, that's okay. Like it takes time and it's not going to be this perfect process and so being faithful to inviting and welcoming in people and them experiencing that community is what's important. And so uh, what do you do next? You've now had four weeks uh, through this curriculum. Uh, we talked about the impact that Life Group has on you, that has on others, and you are planning your hangout night. Um, here is what we recommend on page 17. First off, have an awesome hangout night. Do that next week. Um, and so go ahead, have it and, and begin to get in a rhythm. I would encourage you to set a week of the month to have your hangout night. Make that the last week of the month, the first week of the month. That way it stays consistent. The second thing is to meet weekly. And so keep meeting, but you're going to no longer use this startup guide because you would just be repeating the discussions. <laughs> you want to, It wouldn't be any good, uh, but you can use our longholla.com slash group resources, the group leader email. We're going to be sending you curriculum every single week that goes uh, along with the passage covered in our sermon from that Sunday. And then lastly, encourage people to participate. By now, you know, people are starting to feel like, okay, if, they're, if they've been there every week, they're going to be regular, hopefully. You, they're going to be consistent. You can trust on them. Begin to say, hey, would you mind helping with child care? Would you mind helping with uh, food? Would you mind helping with D group? And begin to get people engaging and participating. And so as always, let our staff know how we can help as well. This resource we hope has been helping you. These episodes, the podcast, we we give weekly. Make sure you're subscribed. But if we can help in any other way, please email us at groups at longhollow.com. And we are excited for your groups as they get going in the days ahead. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a Long Hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.